is it, man. Welcome, welcome to the the Archer and Snack Show. Yeah, it's been a long time. People have been waiting for this for years. Welcome, welcome to the the Archer and Snack Show. I'm Snack Bar. And I'm Archer. People have been waiting for this for years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Welcome to the the Archer and Snack Show. Yeah, it's been a long time. People have been waiting for this for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. We had a line out the garage, and <laughs> it, it's. I mean, I've been dreaming about this since I was like six. I'm glad that it finally happened, though. If you could have heard us over the last like hour, that was the actual podcast. This is just like the fake one. This is the fake show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, nobody nobody knows who we are. I'm Snack Bar, Scott Malatesta. And I'm Archer, Jake West. Jake West, dude. Jake West, he's the man behind the scenes. He's the Wizard of Oz, the man behind the curtain. I mean, the guy doing, pulling all the strings as the player prop master. <laughs> yeah, but you got teams locked down. Yeah, yeah, we, we're a good team. We are You Bet Smart. This is our first show, and... <laughs> It's a little awkward now because everything was so loose. <laughs> everything was so loose and just felt smooth. And now it feels a little awkward. Do you feel awkward? It's all right. Like, I, <laughs> I know we've been messing with the podcast, trying to get the audio right. Obviously, this is our first podcast, so it's going to take some time to iron out all the bugs. Yeah, you're right. I think that the audio is too low. <laughs> just to be honest with you, I can tell by the numbers the audio is too low. I think I need more snare in my headphones. Yeah, you're right, Eminem. <laughs> All right, well, what is You Bet Smart? I mean, when I think of You Bet Smart, this is what I think of. I think of, so I just started hanging out with my second wife. And we were heading down to San Diego. You were living in San Diego. Yeah. You hit me up one night when I was with my first wife. I was playing poker online. Mm -hmm. You hit me up. I hadn't talked to you in a while. We first met at poker tables in the back doors of Orange County. And I don't know what we were talking about, but like I told you about this like player prop system that I was doing. And you were like, you said, man, I think I understand and you like kind of put it back towards me. And I was like, I think Jake really understands what this is all about. And you took it over and kind of like developed it into something better than it was. Did you remember that as? Yeah, you you had a winning strategy. It was amazing. I feel like we had a lot of things in common because we we're both profitable poker players, which is hard to come by. But yeah, we both, I feel like can manage risk. We're not gamblers. I don't know that you've ever played the lottery. I haven't. When we go to Vegas, we don't play the slots. We don't play any house games. We're only looking for an edge. So I feel like I related well to you because it wasn't like a, I don't know. You weren't gambling. You had a methodical system. And so I remember you coming to me and offering me an opportunity to basically wager props with your bankroll and we'll split the winnings. And it started out on just like a dream. Next thing you know, we've been kicked off of probably 13 different websites. And 
I don't know. We basically have to keep creating new accounts to be able to place our bets. So I, I think we're doing something right. Yeah, and that's kind of like the history of UBetSmart. That's why UBetSmart formed. We were just bettors. We were just like kind of betting partners. We had an agreement. We were betting partners, making money. Mm-hmm. And then we got kicked off of websites and we're like, well, how can we keep this going? So we created UBetSmart, which basically meant at the beginning that we got our friends to open up accounts for us because, because we couldn't bet. We couldn't bet on online. So we got other people that we use their names, their addresses, their bank accounts, and they bet for us. Or actually, they set up the account and we bet for them. Yeah. And then we made money and we split it with them. That's kind of the beginning stages of you bet smart. Yeah, I would say that it all worked great. Like, I would say uh, 10, 12 accounts in, we would pretty much double, triple our account before they would kick us off in a way they wouldn't just kick us off deliberately but they would cap our bet size so the average person can make 500 dollars bets and they would limit us to 25 dollars bets so once we had 25 dollars bets we were still clearing at that time i feel like around a thousand dollars a month and then they would cap us down to a dollar so it was basically like kicking us off the site so we'd have to create a new account start it all over again and I felt like they just caught on to us quickly. They started kicking us off a month later. So we tried all kinds of different things, hiding our IP address and placing smaller wagers, but multiple quantities. Long story short, they found us pretty fast. And I don't know, it's been hard to be profitable. The beauty is I feel like that was like the beginning of player props. There was few websites that would offer props. Now there's a bunch of websites. So I feel like you're not so restricted to just one website. Yeah. Yeah. And long story longer. That's kind of like how we started you smart is we hit a, another roadblock. We hit another roadblock. And so we thought, well, we don't have any more friends. I think at one point they even emailed us saying like we have a sports betting ring underground ring that we have or something like that something crazy right and yeah they literally said they seized like almost two thousand dollars from us said that we're part of a gambling circle that's what that's what it was yeah they like emailed your friend and said Devin they're literally seizing our account yeah and they, we never saw that money. I know. So yeah, it worked great. And she was pretty the, pissed about that too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So everything What's was up, working Devin? good. That was probably the low end of it where they just literally seized our account. We couldn't make any more bets. They took all of our money, all of our profits. So, and that's when we're like, this system no longer works. What's the next system? So the next system was, we just need to give this to the world. Mm-hmm. We need to create a company where we send out pecs, picks, pecs, pecs or picks. We send out pecs or picks to the world or to customers. They log on, they can see their picks, or they just get them texted to them. Mm-hmm. And that's what created you best smart. So they get the average guy out there in America or across the world mm-hmm. gets our picks. And that's how we kind of like, uh, it's almost like diversifying in a way. It's like diversifying our picks across the world so they can't see that we're an underground gambling ring, which we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say that. I, 
I think that we just had such a big edge. We had such a high winning percentage that we just stuck out to them. Cause like, like I said, we tried to hide our IP address. We tried to bet lower amounts. Like it didn't really matter. They just really found us really quickly. And so our way to adapt is basically now it is multiple sports books and then giving out our picks. Like yeah. You, like you said to our clients. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a win-win. Like we make money off of just getting the monthly fee from our clients, but our clients make money off of all the picks because we can't bet them like we want to. Exactly. It's a win-win. Yeah. I've honestly felt like when we were able to make our picks freely, like we wanted to, I felt like we could potentially double our money every two, three months and the sports book saw that as a threat to their own bankroll and what's different about player props is you're often betting against the house you're betting against the sports book that you're placing your bets on with teams there's a high volume so there's a lot of people that are betting the opposite side of your bet but with player props you don't have people betting the opposite side as often with teams so when we are betting 20 30 up to like 60 bets a day if there's nobody else to cover the other side of the bet the casino is on the line the sports books on the line so it made sense to them to kick us off like i don't blame them for them kicking us off i felt like it was in their best interest to kick us off yeah yeah it makes sense i mean that's what they're gonna do the good news about that is two things one thing is liquidity what you're talking about is liquidity you're saying that when we're on one side and on player prop nobody's on the other side that means that there's no liquidity in that pick exactly and liquidity is going to go up especially in america because now there's 22 states in america where it's legal mm -hmm. and there's only going to be more across the next like five to ten years we're going to do a bit in the future where we, not a bit, but like a segment where we talk about legality. I think, oh, I don't know if we're going to do this, but I think it would be a good idea if we do a segment where we talk about what's going on in the legal system with sports betting in America. Yeah. Maybe focus on different states and see where they come up. That would be cool. Yeah. And then the second thing is in Europe, sports books are backed by insurance companies. Yeah. So when they lose, the insurance company pays them out. That means that the sports books don't care as much that they lose money. Exactly. Because they're going to get backed. If all 50 states are legal, they'll get backed by insurance companies. So we won't get kicked out as much. The reason why I'm saying that is now that we are sending out everything to all of our future customers, mm -hmm. They're going to be like, well, if I sign up with you guys, am I only going to be able to make the bet for six months and then I'm going to get kicked off and it's not going to work? But it is going to work because in the future, there's two things that are going to back you up, insurance companies and liquidity. Liquidity.